0: Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering
1: enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash Enterprise Data to learn more. Well, now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. It's brought to you by American Arbitration Association. International trade or business dispute resolve faster with the International Center for Dispute Resolution, the leader in alternative dispute resolution around the world, ICDR.org. Today, Bloomberg Law hosts Jim Grasso and Michael Best discuss why President Trump's personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, is refusing to cooperate with House and Senate investigations into Russian interference in the presidential election. A speaker with Andrew Wright, a professor at the Savannah Law School, and Renato Mariotta, a partner at Thompson Coburn.
2: Renato, why would the investigators be interested in talking to the president's personal, getting information from the president's personal attorney? Well, the, uh, an attorney's communications with his client are privileged, but when the attorney is not acting as a lawyer, his actions are judged just like anyone else's actions. So for example, there have been press reports that that Mr. Cohen was communicating with the Russians on his own, was actually traveling overseas and having meetings. I believe there was a, a report about a meeting in Prague. If, hypothetically, an attorney was having a meeting with foreign officials, um, you know that meeting would not be privileged. It, you know, the only privileged communications would be the communications that Mr. Cohen would have with his client, uh, the president. So, you know, he, Mr. Cohen would be would be investigated just like any other individual who is having contacts with foreign governments.
1: If he is subpoenaed, which it seems likely, and he testifies that he is going to be invoking that privilege and there's going to have to be a decision made as to whether or not it applies, he's going to say that's based on conversations I had with my client,
0: and off we go.
3: Yeah, well, so if he receives a subpoena... Uh, it'll, first of all, depend on the scope of the subpoena, and if the scope of that subpoena reaches his communications with his client, then this issue is presented. Now, let's say he wanted to assert attorney-client privilege on behalf of his client, President Donald J. Trump. He would have to establish both sort of for each document that was uh, within the scope of the subpoena, what the basis is for withholding that. So first point is it's a document by document level analysis. Um, The courts have just held this, the dispute with Eric Holder and Lynch about Operation Fast and Furious. And the second uh, fact is that he is going to have to present that to the chair of the committee. So the House chair, House Intelligence Committee chair, will be the one who makes the initial legal ruling as to the applicability of the privilege to his his conversations with his client. And so, of course, since the committee is the one asking for those documents, unlike a court where it's the prosecutor or the grand jury asking for the documents and the judge decides here it's the same person that's requesting and subpoenaing the documents that makes the initial legal ruling.
1: That's Andrew Wright, a professor at the Savannah Law School, and Renato Mariotti, a partner at Thompson-Coburn, speaking with Bloomberg Law host Jim Grasso and Michael Best. You can listen to Bloomberg Law Weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio.
2: And among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law in New York, the CEO of National Event Company has been charged with scamming investors of more than $70 million. Jason Nissen was accused of raising cash by falsely telling investors he'd use their money to buy and resell quantities of tickets for events such as the Super Bowl and the hit musical Hamilton. Instead, prosecutors say Nissen used the fresh cash to repay earlier investors.
1: And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information.
0: Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it.